This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. This is Roof English Radio. Hello, I'm Darren Adam. Thank you very much for your company. Today, I want to try and lay some myths to rest and maybe put some minds at rest as well, because when we talk about the possibility of an eruption across the Reykjanes Peninsula or in Grindavik, and we talk about a volcanic eruption, a lot of people's minds, perhaps not unreasonably, go back to 2010, go back to Eyjafjallajökull, the eruption that did cause ash to fly up into the sky and ground planes for weeks on end. That's not the situation that we're in here. Whatever happens on the Reykjanes Peninsula in the next couple of weeks or doesn't happen, we aren't looking at a 2010-style situation. And with Snorri down at the tourist board, the Icelandic tourist board in the center of Reykjavik, who is going to help me put those minds to rest. And let's start there, Snorri, as we have our conversation on Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. Still no eruption. But even if something does happen, flights aren't going to be cancelled. People aren't going to lose their holidays here. No, that's not going to happen. It's understandable that people think of 2010 when it comes to eruptions from Iceland. It is the most famous one. Um, but uh, this is a whole other event. And as you said, it might not oh. erupt. And if it erupts, the most likely uh, location of that eruption is uh, on the peninsula. Oh which would mean a lava flow um, and and no ash whatsoever, similar to the ones we had in 21, 22 and 23. No ash because of where they erupted. They did not erupt under glacial ice, which of course is what happened in 2010. Yeah, that's and true. even if this eruption does happen, and even if it does happen in the sea, which is very unlikely, but the intrusion does extend into the sea, yeah. it is possible that it goes off under the sea. But even then, not the same situation as 2010. No, that's, uh, that is uh, an unlikely scenario, uh, but the intrusion tr uh, stretches into the ocean, mm -hmm. into the sea, but it is then in shallow water, so there would be some steam involved mm -hmm. for a short period of time, but nothing compared to Eyjafjallajökull. Yeah, and the proximity, of course, the closeness of the international airport is what is worrying people because you look at a map and say, well, hang on, how can the airport continue to operate when it's so close to all of this activity? But the answer is that this activity is not dangerous to the airport. No, that's true. Uh, you look at the map and, and uh, you see it, it looks r relatively close on the map, but this is a seismic event mm. right now. And uh, and it's very localized and and it uh, doesn't affect the airport in any way. And uh, if an eruption takes place there, then it won't affect the airport either. Yes. Now, the town of Grindavik, of course, which has already been very, whatever happens, it's been very badly affected by the earthquakes. You were guiding foreign media, I think, into the town yesterday. That's right. What did they make of what they saw? They were taken aback by the by the the damages there to in certain parts of the town. Uh, it's a it's a town of about 1,200 houses, and there's only uh, 20 or so that are heavily damaged. Mm. But there's there's major damage there because of the of the crack running through town. There's major uh, uh, damage there to infrastructure like mm. hot water pipes and electricity and and infrastructure like that and uh, yeah they were quite uh, taken aback mm. and they were they 
they had some warm thoughts about the inhabitants of Grindavik, yes. but obviously they were also quite pleased that they were finally able to, uh, to get some uh, uh, pictures themselves. Now, today, as we speak, the civil defense, the civil protection emergency level has dropped to a danger level in the town of Grindavik. Can we just unpack what that actually means? Emergency level uh, down to uh, danger level means that uh, now there is more easy access to town, both for, well, for the inhabitants uh, to gather some of their belongings. Uh, They've been able to do so uh, in a limited fashion so far. Uh, also for the companies in town to to save some valuables that uh, might still be there, although that has also been in process for the last week or so. And now uh, media has more yeah. easy access to the area uh, for, for, a, for a closer picture of, of the mm. situation. But it means less risk of a volcanic eruption within the town. That's right, yeah. because uh, um, what... Scientists are saying now that the uh, that the magma in the intrusion underneath uh, the town that stretches into the sea and up into the mountains uh, is uh, most likely partly solidified, and uh, therefore uh, the chances of eruption have dropped uh, significantly yes. in that place in, in the town. Further north of town, um, uh, they are still uh, there's still some chance of eruption, but that would uh, cause no, very little or no damage to any infrastructure. So when we talk about the, and, and this is where the, the conversation about the Blue Lagoon comes in, of course, mm-hmm. because as we sit here in the Icelandic Tourist Board offices, it is, I think, Iceland's biggest tourist attraction or one of them. It's one of the biggest trademarks. Yes. Yeah, it remains closed. It is right next to the power station that feeds it, of course, Svartsengi. What do we know about any potential eruption that would damage either of those locations or both of those locations? There are unlikely scenarios that that, uh, take into account uh, the possibility of lava flows uh, to the power plant and the Blue Lagoon, but uh, the government is taking taking precaution and and building protective uh, walls, Mm. uh, gravel basically, gravel walls, lava gravel obviously, (laughs) plenty of that there. Uh, um, building walls um, eight meters high or something like that uh, 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 across the landscape there, uh, using the landscape as well as a protection for the uh, for these uh, businesses. So uh, the government is taking every precaution to to minimize the likelihood of any damage to to infrastructure like the Blue Lagoon or the. Svartsinki geothermal power plants. And so for visitors to Iceland, this is the really important point. Iceland is open. Iceland is safe. There is a very clearly defined area of the southwest which is evacuated and which is still at some risk of a volcanic eruption. But if you've got a flight planned, if you've got a trip planned to Iceland, there is absolutely no reason not to come, is there? No, no worries at all. Um, the, you can land at the airport, drive... Uh, to any other part of the the island, yeah. except for this small uh, part of Grindavik and surroundings, and um, enjoy your stay and and um, no worries at all. Yeah. Does Grindavik itself get a lot of tourist traffic? It's a great town. It's in a great location. Does it see a lot of tourism generally? 
Well, it, it's, it, it is close to the Blue Lagoon, so they get some traffic there. There's, there are excellent uh, accommodations and a, yeah. a, and a camping site. Uh, there's a lovely little restaurant down by the, by the pier, uh, Brickyan, uh, which serves the local, mm. uh, local food. So, yes, it's been uh, a, a popular destination f- for the people that are traveling uh, on, the, um, on the peninsula because the peninsula itself is one of the p- most popular lo- uh, yeah. destinations for, for day tours, for example, out of Reykjavik. And then there are several highlights on that peninsula that are really worth mm. uh, visiting. Okay. Well, we hope that there is either no eruption or an eruption that takes place in a safe location, one that can maybe be enjoyed, even in the same way that the previous three have been. It does feel as if we've been quite lucky with the last three eruptions in terms of where they have been. As things stand, if there is an eruption, it doesn't look like this one's going to be a tourist attraction in the way that the previous three were to an extent. no, there, there might be some uh, some more difficulties there with uh, with accessibility uh, compared to the to the reoptions in twenty one to twenty three. Maybe the wall will be a tourist attraction around the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> yes. But of course, everyone's thoughts with the people of Grindavik who are currently evacuated. They're not going to be back in their homes for Christmas. The work that needs to be done repairing the town is going to take many months. Whatever happens. Everyone's thoughts have to be with them just now. And I don't know whether you've had any indication as to whether they might be able to return to their homes. Now, there's there's still uncertainty about the length of time that that people have to stay away, but but there are uh, major repairs to infrastructure needed before before you can move into town. Um, uh, So... Christmas is going to come, but uh, they're going to spend Christmas somewhere else. That's uh, almost certain. Yes. Yeah, and and into the into the new year. Well, let's all keep our fingers crossed for the yeah. very best outcome possible. Not least, of course, for the people of Grindavik. Snorri, I know you're very busy. You've been, as we say, guiding foreign media around the peninsula. What's on the schedule for today and the next couple of days? Is there still interest in this story? There seems to me that there's interest from around the world. There was major interest from foreign media uh, regarding access to Grindavik, and we were able to solve that uh, yesterday. And uh, and um, I'm expecting that uh, most of the foreign press uh, is content now and and maybe heading home. But mm. uh, they are welcome back uh, when and if an eruption starts. Uh, but I'm I'm guessing the the interest is sort of fading out now. Yes. And 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 people are leaving maybe today, tomorrow, on the weekend, and and then um, so this is calming down mm. now. And uh, but if an eruption starts, then we're we're ready to receive them again. And that was Snorri Valsen, to whom I spoke earlier on today, Thursday. He is the project manager at the Icelandic Tourist Board. Very busy, as you heard there, guiding foreign media through what has been happening and indeed not happening on and under the Reykjanes Peninsula and in Grindavik. This is Ruve English Radio. It is a Thursday, so time for Oiskilith, where we take a look at a recent news story in a simple form of Icelandic. And Atli Sigtherson is here to guide us through one of those stories. Atli, hello. Hi. Today, not least because we've got this level dropping from emergency to danger in Grindavik, which is great news, we thought we'd look at a story that doesn't have anything to do yeah, with yeah. what's happening on yeah. the peninsula because there's been a lot of news, hasn't there, in the last there two has, weeks? Yeah. Yeah. 
we go about as far north as you can in yeah. Iceland, indeed, to the island of Grimsey, which is just off the northern coast. You're from Akureyri originally, aren't you? Yeah. Did you ever get out to Grimsey much? I've been there only once. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's a fascinating place. It is indeed. Right yeah. on the edge of the country, the only part of Iceland that's in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. And one of the stories concerning Grimsey is the church, which burnt down in 2021, and the project to rebuild the church that's been going on ever since. And that's the story we're going to look at today. You can find the link to this story on the page that accompanies this show from Roof English Radio. If you want to follow along, as ever, we'll go through the whole story from start to finish in Icelandic, and then we'll go back through it line by line. And we start just under the image, as ever, which today is of two volunteers from Grimsey working on the roof of the new church. Take it away, Atli. Tak. Grimsey er eiga fyrir norðan eigafjörð á norðurlandi. Það er lítið þorp í Grimsey. Þar er líka kirkja. Kirkjan í Grimsey heitir Miðgarakirkja. Gamla Miðgarakirkjan brann árið 2021. Fólkið í Grimsey ákvað strax að byggja kirkjuna aftur. Það gekk vel að safna peningum til þess. En það var dýrara en fólk hjælt að byggja kirkjuna aftur. Peningarnir kláruðust. Það þurfti að býða með að klára kirkjuna. Það verður ekki hægt að klára hana árið 2023 eins og fólk vonaði. En núna er fólki í Grímsey aftur byrjað að smíða kirkjuna. Fólki ætlar að klára kirkjuna að utan. Það er gott að gera það fyrir veturinn. Fólki gerir þetta í sjálfbóðavinnu. Það þýðir að gera eitthvað án þess að fá laun fyrir. Hér fyrir neðan er við við nokkra Grímseyinga um kirkjuna. And on that page you'll find a link there to an interview with several islanders about the church. It's in Icelandic, by all means. Have a look at that, see what you can pick up. But let's go back to the start of this paragraph, the start of this page, I should say, and we'll go through this line by line. Yeah. Grímsey er eiga fyrir norðan eigafjörð á Norðurlandi. Grímsey is an island uh, off the north coast of eigafjörður in the north of Iceland. Það er lítið þorp í Grímsey. There is a small village in Grímsey. Þar er líka kirkja. There is a church there as well. Kirkjan í Grímsey heitir Miðgarakirkja. The church in Grímsey is called Miðgarakirkja. Gamla Miðgarakirkjan brann árið 2021. The old Miðgarakirkja burned down in 2021. Fólkið í Grímsey ákvað strax að byggja kirkjuna aftur. The inhabitants of Grímsey uh, decided... Uh, they wanted to rebuild straight away, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, decided to rebuild the church straight away. And it was really quick. I mean, I think even yeah. the day after the fire, they were saying we're going to get this yeah, rebuilt. Yeah, yeah, very, very quick. Uh, gekk vel a peningum til þess. The, raising money? Yeah, raising. When, when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raising money. Uh, raising money for the building uh, went really well. En það var dýrara en fólk hjælt að byggja kirkjuna aftur. Uh, but it turned out that it was m- more expensive to rebuild the church than people thought. Penningarnir kláruðust. They ran out of money or funds. Mm. Það þurfti að býða með að klára kirkjuna. Uh, the, the finishing of the church had to be postponed. Það verður ekki að klára hana árið 2023 eins og fólk vonaði. Uh, it will not be finished in 2023 as people had hoped. En núna er fólki í Grímsey aftur byrjað að smíða kirkjuna. 
but now now the inhabitants of Grimsey uh, has begun uh, building the church again. Folk ætlar að klára kirkjuna að utan. Uh, the inhabitants uh, are going to finish uh, the church or the, the outside. The outside yeah. the, because they had to, I think, insulate it so they could work on the inside. Otherwise, yeah. it would be too cold to work inside <laughs> exactly, <laughs> on yeah. the building, I think. Yeah. It's good to do this uh, before the winter. Uh, the people or the inhabitants do this in volunteer work? Yeah, voluntary basis. Yeah. yeah. That means doing something without uh, getting paid for it. Here fyrir neðan er við tala við nokkra grímseyinga um kirkjuna. Uh, below there's an interview with a few uh, inhabitants about the church. It's interesting that the word for church in Icelandic Kirka, yeah. yeah, it comes up a lot in English as well. There are lots of parts of the UK where you would say the church is the kirk, for example. All right. So there's a real connection there, and I wonder whether that's one of those words that has made its way south <laughs> right. in, into yeah. English, mm-hmm. maybe, because yeah. it tends to be the north of the UK where you hear that word. Oh, it used. is really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very interesting. That comes up a lot, certainly, yeah. The old kirk would be yeah. the old church oh, in yeah. some, some places. So good luck to the people of Grimsey as they rebuild that church. The other story from Grimsey during the week concerned a, a housing shortage. Yeah, which is uh, kind of confusing. Yeah, <laughs> because what Grimsey has is lots of space. Yeah, certainly. Indeed. But as we know, there have been problems with the ferry service, which means that even if you've got the land, getting the supplies over to the island to build would be very difficult. Yeah, and expensive. Yep. That's a lot of suitcases full of uh, full <laughs> yeah. of wood, isn't it? If you fly from from Akureyri Airport, uh, Atli, thanks very much indeed. You'll find a link to that story, of course, on the page that accompanies this episode and this show from Aruv English Radio. I'm Darren Adam, and you can get in touch with us anytime. We are English at ruv.is. There is more from Aruv English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is/english. Aruv English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Aruv.